Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, a podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. It's hotter than shit. It is. <laughs> it's. We were just, before we started recording, we were just comparing summer to actual hell on earth and talking about how the only reason why a lot of people like summer is because it's the only time they had off from school or anything as, as a child. So, like, obviously, yeah. but... You get, summer's the worst. Summer's the worst. It's the worst. And, like, if anything breaks, you can't figure out any ways to get cooler. Like, in the winter, at least if your power goes out, you can, like, make a fire, put on some clothes. Blankets. Like, heat yeah. up. But summer, you can only get down to your skin. <laughs> exactly. And then you're you're still hot as hell and you're naked yeah. and it's awkward. Especially, like, the other morning I got up and my weather app was like, here's the weather for today. And it was like, it's 7 a.m. And it's... 84 degrees and 93% humidity and I'm like cool yeah. so sweating doesn't matter <laughs> yes yes exactly just just god awful god it's, awful it's but so fucked at least every day that you know we get through is one step closer to October and Halloween time so we, we finally got through, through 4th of July which means it's basically Halloween exactly it's Halloween time yeah I'm ready for all the Halloween stuff in the stores now Ugh, I'm so ready <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Halloween shopping like crazy this year because I didn't get Hell to yeah. last year. Oh, yeah, for real. And yeah, we this is so we moved into this house like the week before Halloween two years ago. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really get to like buy anything. Like I didn't really have any a lot of like outdoor decorations because I mm-hmm. lived in an apartment before. And so and then this last year we couldn't go anywhere. So, yeah, we need to stock up and get some good holiday decorations because yeah. I have the yard for it. I'm going to go all out. You do. I wish you guys would do like a haunted house one year. That would be oh, fun. Like a backyard should. haunted house. Definitely. I you know, Kyler could to. rig something up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Spooky. He'd be down. <laughs> so what have you been watching this week, Jillian? I'm still watching the OC. <laughs> I can't California. stop. California. Um, I still love the theme song, but I wrangled Chris into watching it with me. Um, like episode three, I think, of season one, and he's officially over the theme song. Like the second uh, he can hit that skip intro bu- button on HBO Max, he's like, so <gasps> and I'm like, California. Yeah, that's a song I could just always vibe to. So it's just such a bop, man. <laughs> for real, for real. Um, other than that, God, I don't know. We haven't been we've been watching a lot of TV, but none of it's been like memorable, notable. Yeah, yeah. like just Datelines and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, what have you been watching? So we are back on our like weird artsy competition show bullshit. And we watched All That Glitters, which is again, it's like a BBC show that I watched on HBO Max, but it's a jewelry design competition. Oh, hell yeah. Which was really cool. And I mean, it wasn't like... It wasn't my favorite among these types of shows, but because I don't know, there was some, there was like a really weird disconnect between the the host of the show and the actual show. Like she was a comedian, and like some of the times she like chose to joke about it. It wasn't like she was like inappropriate, but it was just like really strange timing, and it threw the whole show off a little bit for me. But other than that. It was enjoyable. <laughs> I know. There's something to be said for a good host. For real. Yeah. She was, I don't know what it was. And it was so funny because we, so the show is British and everyone on the show is British, except for her. She doesn't have a British accent. And so we just kind of obviously 
stupidly assumed she was American. And Mm -hmm. we were both like, there's something off about her voice. There's something off. Like, is she really British pretending to be American? And then we looked it up. No, she's Canadian. It all makes sense. It all makes sense. If something's a little off, it's Canadian. Yeah, they're definitely Canadian. That makes sense. I was just trying to look to see who it was. Catherine Ryan. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was weird, but it was it was an enjoyable show, and it's only like six episodes, and there was some cool jewelry, and I love jewelry, so it oh, was yeah. enjoyable. We liked it. Um, and other than that, that's the only show we've watched. But we watched last night. We watched Luca, which was yeah. so cute. It Aww. was so cute. I loved it. I love a good like friendship story, like childhood friendship. It was just like so wholesome and sweet and pretty. So yeah, I would I recommend it. It was good. It's been on my list. We just haven't gotten around to it because we've mostly been watching like gritty, dark, Icelandic yeah. crime dramas. <laughs> I feel I feel that that is mostly my mood. But if you're ever in a mood for something wholesome, it's definitely Luca. It's good. We do love a good animated movie in this house. Mm-hmm. Except for Coco. Fucking love that movie, but breaks your heart every time, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. This one is like, there's a, like a couple of like, you know, heart whatever moments moments it's pixar like there's going to be those (laughs) moments but i didn't cry at all and i'm a crier so it's okay it's safe good hell yeah i mean i i can always watch moana which is another one where it's like Mm -hmm. there's some sad parts but mostly it's like Mm -hmm. a coming of age story yeah um that's so funny i the first time i ever watched moana it was um I had a library program and it was like a Moana party mm-hmm. and it was like really an excuse for me to get to watch Moana and like get paid for it. So hell yeah. It was cool. Hell yeah. I love it. I love it. Chris is so again over me loving Moana. I'm just like a little kid sometimes about it. I'll just be like mm, it's on so I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I, I just saw it go it. by on the streaming service. <laughs> I feel that. Okay so this week we're back at it again with the baits. Hell we yeah. We can't leave them alone. They're we just... can't. Just like they can't leave each other alone because they keep reproducing. They cannot stop reproducing. It's just amazing, like, how fertile they are. Sorry. No, <laughs> I didn't mean to, like, no. interrupt, but, like. You are fine. It's truly astounding. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how it works because I don't know. I don't either because like Aaron's had like three miscarriages and now she has four kids. I know. I've talked about this before on like past episodes. I think probably related to the Duggars, but like it's not that easy to get pregnant. No. Like I usually. Yeah. Like most people try for like a year or two at the very least. Like a lot of people, it takes a lot of people a lot of time and it's a lot more like complicated and it's like like I think I've said this statistic before but completely healthy um couples only have about a 20% chance of conceiving a baby if they have sex at the exact right time Damn. so like even if your timing's right and everything's right with you you still only have 20% chance of getting pregnant like that's Shit. pretty that's not that high yeah how have we survived as a species with those kind of odds I don't know <laughs> I truly Guess that's don't probably know. why our brains are like we like banging I mean, yeah, that's really the bottom line. Like, at least whoever created us, they, like, knew that we were going to have to like the process in order to make it happen. Yeah, unlike cats and whatever, it just sounds like they're having the worst time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Okay, so today we are going to start off with season four, which, again, I feel like these seasons keep getting longer and longer. I think this one's 24 episodes long. Yeah, it's insane. So we're going to, like... 
we're going to break this up into three episodes like we did last season. So we're going to start off with episode one, which is called Big Family, Big Changes. <laughs> Big Baits. Big Baits. So basically, as per usual, it starts off with a review of the big events in the Bates family the past year. Mm-hmm. You know, marriages, babies, all the good stuff that we've snarked on. <laughs> and then I guess our big, like, crux of this episode is Gil is going to have surgery for diverticulitis to fix his little intestines. Mm-hmm. Maybe his big intestine, too. I have to say, I don't know. I understand, like, there's always a risk having surgery, any type of surgery. Mm-hmm. But, like, I swear the way that they were talking in this episode was so dramatic. They were like, we I almost know. lost him. We could have lost him. He was He's our dad. We can't imagine life without him. I'm like, guys, like, I understand being a little nervous. It's totally fine, totally normal. But, like, this is a very common surgery that he's yeah. going to recover from. It's going to be hard on him because it sucks getting surgery. But, like, he's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah, they're all like, I just don't know what I'd do without my dad. And I'm like, okay, I get that this is probably, like, the first time for a lot of these kids that they've ever had any of their parents go to the doctor. <laughs> right, Like, right. I'm sure they just go to the, like, Med Express and get antibiotics every time he has a flare-up or whatever. But, yeah, now he's uh, going to get a relatively minor surgery. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a fun one. They have to cut through no, the abdominal wall. But, definitely like, not. It's not a complicated one for the surgeon, at least. Like, yeah. it's not one that's like, oh, it's really risky, you know, like, it's open like heart about surgery. as risky as giving birth, <laughs> probably. Right. Like, yeah, and like, lots of women die giving birth, lots of mm-hmm. people die randomly in anesthesia. So I think that's kind of, I think it would be kind of equivalent risk factor. Yeah, there. definitely. And your mom's given birth 19 times. So I wonder if, like, every time before they give birth, if they were like, I don't know what I would do without my mama. Probably not. <laughs> probably. They're probably like, get well soon, mom. um what else was i gonna say about that there was something i was gonna say but it's not important keep going okay well maybe it'll come up later again but one of the like kind of recurring uh plot lines in these episodes which ties into the last few seasons is this goddamn swing set project that they've been working on for seasons that was supposed to be like a one-day surprise swing set for the kids yeah and then it turned into a bunch of child labor and now they're turning it into like a fort yeah and it's a fort and then it ends up with like actual like hired hands to help them like oh my god Mm -hmm. they really bit off more than they could chew they did they these people they do not know how to uh project plan and like manage yeah at I know. All. and it's like i bet chad just avoided the house for like five months do not blame him do not blame him at all um there's a scene where judd is just like standing on a tire swing and just like swinging rapidly back and forth and i just do not know how all of these children made it out of this house I alive know. i know like especially since we know that you know, most of the families would tell us, like, the plaths if there had been some child accident that resulted in death and injury. And, like, we heard about Josiah almost dying for the Duggars. Has anyone almost died in the Bates family? It was um, that one kid, I, I think it's Isaac or Isaiah. I think Isaiah. And he yeah. almost, he fell through the... Yes, um, the bars. Yes, at Into the ocean. And, like, and they were like, yeah, he uh, broke his arm and his leg. He had a brain bleed. It's like, what the fuck, people? This is intense. Yeah. Okay. So they only almost lost one child, which is really good odds. That we know of, at least. <laughs> um, 
Oh, during this, though, Gil gets a splinter. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, this part is insane because when he said splinter and when I first looked at it, I was like, it's a splinter. Like, splinters suck, but, like, it's a, like... It'll work just, itself out, like... Yeah, it's, like, he was acting really scared about it, and I was like, what's the big deal? Like, it's a splinter. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. And then he goes to urgent care, and yeah. oh my fucking god, they take, like, a whole, like, stake out of him, basically. <laughs> I, I was expecting them to be like, oh, we're gonna take this home and put this on our Christmas crown of thorns, because it was, like, an inch long, like, it was thorny so splinter in this man's long. wrist. Like, holy shit, how did that get, like, you couldn't, it went all the way in him, too, because you yeah. couldn't even, like, see any of, it was awful. I hated oh it. God. It was so bad. It was so bad. I cringed that entire time, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my god. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when bad. you're 50 and you decide to slide down raw lumber, I guess. I guess so, yeah. These people just, like, do not know Maybe. any <laughs> safety, anything. I, they just have no common sense when it comes to safety things at all. Yeah, Gil really doesn't look before he leaps. For real. <laughs> yeah, like, he literally got this splinter because he slid down a wood board. Like, yeah, it- instead of using <laughs> the ladder right next yes. to it. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, sir, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Lord. Um, he did give us a really good quote of he doesn't like pain or pan. Yeah, he said he's allergic to pang and pain. Ugh. I hate so it. Good. He thinks he's so clever for that one. I know. I know. It's bad. <laughs> do we want to just go into Lawson a little bit? Yeah. I think let's that's just, just really quick. Fucking yeah. Lawson. Lawson's doing music in Nashville. <laughs> As per usual. Um, he meets up with uh, like a music producer and a writer to help him like get advice on his music career and help on some of his unfinished songs. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was crazy that he was like, "Hey, you know, I'm trying to step up my game in the music world," and then he walks in. Sorry, I'm late, guys. Yeah, typical Bates. <laughs> yeah, great God. first impression. Yeah, like don't waste their time, especially. I mean, I'm sure that they're not paying for it. Like that, he's right. just getting it for free. So right, uh, but yeah, Lawson says he's planning on going on a short tour of the southeast in the fall. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. <laughs> I, exciting, and you know, I can't believe he's still like trying to be a musician, even though he's now like twenty eight and mm-hmm. hasn't really made it big. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't know what he's waiting. Like, I don't know what the what the sign is gonna be for him. But yeah, and like, it's fine if you just want to be like a musician that plays parties and stuff and just whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's totally fine. But this dude wants to be a star. Yeah, and like that's totally his thing too. Like that's his whole personality. He just needs all the attention, and he's not mm-hmm. really getting it. Like nope. the only reason why I know of him is because of this show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I've never heard a Lawson Bates song in my life. No, no. Okay. Okay. So, while Gil is in surgery, Lawson and Nathan are in charge of the house. And so, Kelly and Gil are kind of prepping them for that. Um, Oh, and this is a great, we get a great quote from Lawson who says, It's weird he's getting surgery. I still think of him as 35. Do (laughs) 35-year-olds not get surgery? I don't know. How old am I? I'm 31 and I just got leg surgery. Am I I really 50? I've I've gotten surgery multiple times and I'm not even 30 yet. Like. What? I don't know. Lawson's dumb. Uh, that's you're not wrong about that. <laughs> I mean, there's really not much else to say other than Lawson doesn't really have a lot of grip on reality. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that like they're all being so dramatic about it. Like even Gil, who's like, 
I mean, if something happened, who's going to teach Jeb to ride a bike? And it's like, first of all, sir, you're going to be fine. But also, he has, like, 12 brothers. It's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Yeah. Like, you basically have, like, step-in fathers with the 20-plus-year-old children that still live at home. Exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, so then Nathan, Lawson, and Trace are doing the tree work, the Fergill, mm-hmm. and keeping up the family income. Which, man, I didn't really, like, grok how expensive it is to cut down a tree and that they just get all that. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So if it's, like, no, two tree- dudes and they cut down a tree, like, one tree a day, they could make, like, ten grand. Cause, yeah. It's damn. insane. It is so expensive to get tree work done. So yeah. Which, I mean, I, mean, and I, get, I get it. it. It's dangerous as hell. <laughs> exactly. Like, I wouldn't want to be doing that. Like, it's a big risk for them to be up there on those tall trees. So, like... I get why it's so expensive, but yeah, it's no joke. Um, my dad cut a limb off of a tree right after the big hurricane that hit North Carolina in like 2017, 2018. And so mm-hmm. he was trying to cut the limb off and he had a rope thrown over it or was throwing a rope over it so that he could tie it and that it wouldn't like smash down into the house or anything. And this was just like a 10 foot tall, like cherry tree or whatever. Right. right. Anyways, he gets up in there, he starts cutting it. He throws the rope over it and he has a pipe on it, knocks out the front of his teeth and Chris just sees the tooth come out towards him because Chris was helping him. Chris was being the Tad. And my dad's just like, oh, no big deal. And he just like shows us later. He knocked out this whole front bottom tooth. Oh, my gosh. And that was just the pipe. That wasn't even the tree attacking. <laughs> that was the rope. Yeah. No, thanks. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll pay somebody to do that. I don't mind getting my teeth knocked out. I'm not going to the dentist any more than I have to. No God, thanks. No, I know. His dentist just filed it down because it was just like a little nub of a tooth. <laughs> he's like, you know, my teeth are crowded down there anyway. It's fine. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> we have plenty of other teeth. <laughs> oh, and so while um, while Gil is in the hospital, Carla and Tori get the kids together to make cards and decorations and all kinds of cute stuff for when Gil returns. Um, and while they're doing this, Whitney and Zach come over and they decided on their baby name and had to announce it to the rest of the kids. <laughs> but they couldn't just announce it. They had to show them a picture of the signature. Of it, like, yeah. It's, I don't I don't know. She was like, it's just so pretty. I just love how it looks. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Sorry. Tennessee. That was a good Tennessee. Thank you. I'm familiar with this, <laughs> with that part of the world. So, um, so care name is going to be Casey, K-A-C-I, Lynn uh-huh. Bates. Um, and they chose Casey because it's similar to Kelly, which is, you know, Zach's mom's name. And yep. Lynn is Whitney's mom's name. But then why didn't they just name her Kelly Lynn? I know. I don't know why, like, Casey is not really, like, I guess if you say it honors Kelly, sure, but, like, does it really? <laughs> not really. You're using the actual other person's name, so it's a little yeah. weird. It's like K.S. Lynn. K.L.N. Kelly Lynn. Casey Lynn. Casey Lynn. Yeah, because they say all of their sibilants. All of their sibilants. Casey. But yeah, yeah, no, um, it's a dumb name, and they had to write it on the iPhone screen with a little heart and, like, the calligraphy brush on your iPhone. (laughs) And they're like, we can't tell it to you. You've got to look at this. (laughs) Yeah, you got to look at it. And I'm like, I don't, like, looking at it, I hate it more than if you just said her name's Casey Lynn. I hate this, like, I would just prefer to imagine how it's spelled, and it would be different than Yeah, if it were some normal spelling of a name. But 
We know. White people names be white people naming. I know. I know. I mean, my husband's name is Kyler, so it's fine. (laughs) I'm just going on so many tangents today, but I got an ad yesterday for Build-A-Bear where they have a dog Build-A-Bear with like a, like, its ears look like pigtails and it's wearing like a cold shoulder top and it's called Barkley, but B-A-R-K-L-E-I-G-H. Oh, no. And I almost just canceled the internet. (laughs) I had a little girl who came to my some of my programs at the library named Brinkley that spelled it like that L-E-I-G-H. Which is hilarious because isn't Brinkley like the armored trucks? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. So after all this, while they're making cards, Gil video calls everybody. And, and he is high as hell. <laughs> he is high as hell. He's got oxygen on. He's doing the I love you and sign language. Like, yeah, you guys are my best friends. You kids you are, are my are best my friends. Best friend. And then the whole family's making fun of him, like, in the <laughs> interviews. It was really funny, actually. I know. It's so funny. And, like, these people were so worried about him. And it's like, oh, yeah, he's got a really rough, scratchy throat because I'm sure they did an endoscopy while they were. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the dudes had tubes in both ends, plus being cut up. And they're like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> He sounds like a frog. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're just happy he's alive. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I get it. Um, so finally, Gil returns home from his hospital say, stay and is so happy and relieved to see his kids and his family. Yeah, the only other thing that happens really in this episode is they we get some snow in mm-hmm. Tennessee. They get like six inches of snow, which is a lot for Tennessee for this part of the world. I mean, it would be That's a fair. lot if we got. Yeah, school would be canceled here. For sure. Um, so they love playing in the snow and it's really sad because Gil can't go out and play because he's recovering from his surgery. And, um, of course, Jeb goes out too early and gets, like, flown into the snow. And he comes back in and he's just covered in snow. He looks like the abominable snowman. (laughs) And apparently, like, Warden tells the story of Jeb getting in the front of the the sled and just putting his hands out to make all the snow come up. Which, I understand the impulse, but don't do it, man. Exactly, yeah. Um... Yeah, they go to a neighbor's house to go sledding on their hill and they get into a snowball fight. <laughs> Carlin gets fucked up with a snowball by Trace, which was yes. funny, but also I understand the yes. upset cuz she looked like she looked like she got a bag of flour dumped on her. <laughs> yeah, she it was in her face too. It wasn't yeah. like like it'd be one thing to get hit with a snowball on like your back or whatever, but like in your face, it's not fun. <laughs> no, she was just like, I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm going home. This sucks. Mood, mood. That'd be me yeah. too. That's the only bad part about winter is people throwing winter at you. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and driving in the snow, but I don't drive anywhere ever anymore. So it's fine. I, I, I like driving in the snow. I don't like driving period. So that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I think if I have to choose a inclement weather to drive in, it would be snow because like rain and shit. Mm-mm. Fuck rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I feel that. I just don't like driving at all. And then add any extra like snow, rain, anything like it's a no for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big vibes. All right. Is that do you have anything else to say about that episode? That's all I got. All right. Let's move on to episode two, which is called Bates Boys Birthday Bash. Bates Boys Birthday Bash. Um, So Jeb and Trace actually have the same birthday, Mm -hmm. and it's coming up quickly. And so I guess Trace was talking with Zach and some of the other older 
boys about like doing a boys night for his birthday mm-hmm. and jeb hears it and is like well it's my birthday too so obviously i'm coming even though i'm four <laughs> i so. know i'm like oh you guys are just like you're spoiling jeb in all the wrong ways because like that's one thing that i know like for siblings if they have the same birthday and like twins and stuff you have to have like delineation for people to be like we're celebrating yeah. you and then we're celebrating your sibling right right yeah definitely it's definitely important i guess with this, it's um, I guess it's not as bad because there's such a big age difference, and I think mm-hmm. Trace is old enough now that he can be like, okay, like I don't need. Yeah, he's not like Lawson. He doesn't need the attention on. Him. Yeah, yeah. Trace will just be like, hey, I'll come over mm-hmm. next week, and we can, you know, watch the movie I wanted to watch or whatever. <laughs> they start off with Jeb and Trace just going to get some ice cream together, being bros, having Ooh. cream, <laughs> being bros, having cream. <laughs> Yeah, so they go get ice cream. It was a cute little ice cream place. I mean, mm-hmm. what four-year-old isn't going to love getting ice cream for their birthday? Yeah. I mean, I would love getting ice cream for my birthday, so it's fine. And then they have this, like, weird, crazy discussion about Jeb's best friends in the family <laughs> and, like, how he can only ever have, like, four people he likes. And he's like, Trace, Mom, Dad, mm, no one else. <laughs> yeah, he sometimes says himself. He's like, me, Mom. <laughs> dad and trace and then like if somebody does something nice he'll sometimes add them but usually it's like no it's just those those four including myself they're cut the next day (laughs) exactly um yeah i don't know it was weird but whatever children are strange (laughs) that is that is the truth do we want to just go on with the birthday stuff yeah and then we'll go back to the weird christian girls yeah exactly (laughs) So then, of course, um, they have to go do go-karting. All boys. Boys only go-karting trip. Yes. Only boys. Only and, boys. Um, Gil takes Jeb in his go-kart, which is never a good idea. Never no. put the youngest with the dad, because the dad's always going to go ham at go-karting. Dads have no chill. Mm-mm. I get it. I mean, you just want to fucking go fast. Yeah. I mean, that's like the whole point of the go-kart. Yeah. Well, and something you can do while recovering from diverticulitis surgery. Yeah, I wonder how much time had passed. Jeb hated the first ride. Yeah, he gets traumatized by Gil. Poor Jeb. So he, for a while, refused to go on another try. But finally, Trace, his buddy, gets him to go. And they have fun and go a couple times. So that was good. And he just took him on the, like, less intense go-kart track which why did they start him on like the yeah. big track? he's a four-year-old he's literally four like he should be on the kid stuff like it's there's a reason it's there yeah yeah i don't know anyways they had a good dude day good dude day <laughs> then yeah after that they go over to whitney zach and whitney's for a boys only party and they make a cake and eat and then they unwrap gifts and we find out that jeb wants to be a policeman and he gets all these policeman toys which yeah that's a lot he gets the whole uniform <sighs> with the gun and everything got himself a holster mm, great hate it. hate it hate it hate it hopefully by the time jeb's 18 we won't have police anymore <laughs> for real <laughs> <laughs> that's all i gotta say <clears throat> Yeah, so the only other thing in this episode was about Aaron and Chad. So <laughs> I guess Aaron was approached by a girl named Micah. I think her name was Micah. Yeah, I Micah guess. Metz, which sounds like a YA character name. Like It does. 
It does. Definitely sounds like a book character. Anyway, she is from American Heritage Girls, which <laughs> is like a Christian Girl Scouting program, which I had never heard of before. I hadn't either, and I fucking Googled it, and it's terrifying. Like, if you want to oh, go to the website, it's very much like, girls can be strong and independent and also obey God and their husbands. Mm. We're getting the... What's the one that they do for the boys who are gay in the Duggar family? Alert. Alert, yeah. Alert, it's yeah. The, it's the, the girl alert version. Great. <laughs> I, I mean, I assumed it was something like that, but yeah, they she had a little speech before. So she invited Aaron and Chad to come and speak at this like event that she's been planning. Mm-hmm. And um, she starts out, Micah starts out talking, and I have a quote from her, which is, we don't need a guy when we have God who loves us more than any person is capable of. I wrote that one down too. <laughs> it just really we stuck with guy me. Guy to be happy. We just need. We have a God who loves us. You're like, um, <laughs> aren't they? Like, I feel like a lot of the like, you should really be teaching like self love. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, regardless of if you believe in God or not, like. Self-love is a very important thing to talk to, especially teenage girls. about. Mm -hmm. Well, like, God loves us for who we are is fine. Right. But being in love with God while you're waiting to then be married off to a husband is very weird. Very weird, indeed. Um, So, yeah, then Chad and Aaron go on and talk a little bit about having contentment for the way that God made you (laughs) and finding a purpose. And I just want to say, like, it's so interesting when they say stuff like that for the way that God made you. But then, like, you can't they be don't gay accept, or yeah, that God <laughs> like, could make you any other way than, like, a straight, cis, white person. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, this is just so, it's just all so hypocritical. Yeah. Yep. Big time. But welcome to Christianity. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Especially evangelicals. Oh, for sure. For sure. God doesn't yeah, make you mistakes have... except for you. Except for you, dumbass. Um, okay, did you have anything else to say about that? It was no, because the next thing. episodes, my my oh. big big snark okay, good. episode. We'll, we'll get into it. It's called a lovely day. All capital L O V E, lowercase L Y. Of course. <laughs> And of course, I think we talked about this the very first season of the show, mm-hmm. but they don't celebrate, they can't celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah, because saints are for heathens. Exactly. So they have to celebrate I Love You Day, which just happens to be on the same exact day as Valentine's Day and be about the same exact thing. Well, you know, just like Christianity, to take somebody else's holiday and turn it into something else. Mm, wonderful. <laughs> Jesus was born in March. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so everyone's coming in town for I Love You Day. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley is coming in town from New York. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see, Tori is or Tori has a boyfriend coming in town from Florida. Yep, Alice, Alyssa and John are in. Michael and Brandon. The whole gang is all here. The whole gang. They are all back together. And they're going to do some big talks. Big talks. Some large talks, actually. Large talks. <laughs> That's yeah. The first thing that happens is Gil and Kelly take Ashley and Nathan out for dinner because they want to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how, quote, over time, it is clear that there are opposites in our personalities. <laughs> and I love him, but these differences concern me. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of concerns and a lot of conflict. 
Like, I wonder if this is all about the the cowboy boots. Fuck. Like she saw she got the cowboy boots, and that was the last straw for her. That, or she like really considered moving to Tennessee from the Bronx, and was like, hmm, no, no, can we like compromise like Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like we don't have to stay in New York, but I'm not going there. Yeah, I'm not moving out to literally one ice cream shop town. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So they say that neither of them is sure that God wants them to get married. So um, they're kind of kind of talk about it. They're going to pray about it and figure out what they want to do. I do have to say it is like kind of nice that they're actually like talking about this and not just like pretending that it didn't happen because like anything, anytime that like this has happened with the Duggars, like they just don't talk about it. They just like pretend it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, not that it's like, because it's not a bad thing to end a relationship. Like just because you end a relationship doesn't mean that that relationship wasn't like meaningful or important. Yeah, or that you like hate that person. It's just that person, you've gone as far as you can go with that relationship with that person. Exactly. And like this should be encouraged. Like if they, you know, get to know each other and realize, hey, this isn't going to work well, like it's nice to see that the parents were like accepting and like supportive of them, mm-hmm. like not just pushing on just. Yeah. Just because, you know, you're getting older when you're going to get married, you're going to be an old maid by the time you're 22. Right. Exactly. But um, yeah. Yeah, this didn't last long at all, though. Like this courtship, like this is in February and he asked the courtship at the like at Christmas time. Yeah. So... yeah. They got two months and they argued all two months of it. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. It's the same kind of thing as, like, how evangelicals make you go through, like, pre-marriage counseling and stuff. Like, in theory, all of these things are really good. Like, you should be on the same page about finances and Mm -hmm. kids and expectations of how your household is going to be run. But, like, (laughs) then they just fuck it up and make it, like, oh, are you guys all going to be all about Jesus all the time? We don't care about anything else. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, that's that's not the basis of a relationship like a strong relationship for sure no no they're so close but so far Mm -hmm. so tori let's talk about tori a little bit so she has had feelings for bobby for a while who i think they met at school maybe i don't know Um, but um, oh no they didn't really go into detail about it but he lives in florida i think Mm -hmm. Um, and he's met some of the family but not everybody but he's coming in town for i love you day to see everyone He's a Florida boy, Tori said. A Florida boy. A Florida boy. I don't know. Um, I just can't imagine being in love with somebody named Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Newport. <laughs> like, Bob? Maybe. Robert? Sure. Bobby? It's Yeah, Bobby feels like a very, like, childlike name. Like, yeah. I... Yeah, I don't know. It's like Timmy. Okay, so... Which, for some reason, I thought that they didn't get married, but I just Googled it, and they do get married. So They do, and I think nice. they have, like, three kids? Two I kids? think they have three. I think they just had their third. Yeah, there's so many. She's younger than us. Yeah, no, I literally can't keep track, and I can't, I just, I literally can't imagine having, like, I can imagine having, like, maybe a kid by this point, but not three, and have been married, like, ten years. Yeah, no, uh, totally. Like, gives me anxiety. I'm, yeah, stresses me out. Don't like it. I feel like I'm a totally different person from who I was at 22 to 31. Exactly. <laughs> like, completely different. Totally different. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'll always be the same. They've just plateaued. True. Maybe. <laughs> you never know. You never know. 
So like I said, um, Alyssa and John are also in from Florida, and Michael and Brandon are in from Chicago. So everyone's all together, hanging out, having a good time. Ready to give Bobby the Bates Mafia shakedown. <laughs> yes. It's like Tori getting a taste of her own medicine because Tori's always the one that's like being really like yeah. nosy and loud and like awkward and like making it that way on purpose. And now everyone can do it to her. Yeah. God, they showed the scene that has stuck with me the most. Yes. Was the fucking bounce house scene where she's like pulling on Brandon, like trying to get him into a bounce house. And I'm like, Oh, this makes me cringe. This makes me want it's to die. Very cringe. Very, very cringe. Um, oh, yeah. Papa Bill and Mama Jane are also in town because mm-hmm. they're using it kind of as a way to see all the married couples together, which mm-hmm. I get. Like, everyone's together. You might as well go, too. I did like that Mama Jane rolled in in her furs. Mm. She's, like, she's so fancy. She's so luscious. Luxurious. <laughs> Um, so for their I love you day party, the men are in charge of cooking for once, which was nice to see. And they had a bunch of kind of games planned and um, a gift exchange where the kids kind of drew names and exchanged gifts, which was nice. Yeah. I mean, I guess like when you have a that big of a family, like that's the best way to do it to where like that way, like certain relationships aren't the only ones being focused on. So like, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, I think they have the big kids draw from the little kids' names. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that's good, but. Yeah, I mean, it's a smart move, but you could also just have not 19 children. <laughs> I was just going to say, <laughs> it's great, but it would be better if you just had like three or four, maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. max. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's a, it's a Bates family event. So we know that that means there has to be an announcement of some kind. Uh-huh. Like, it just happens every time now. I'm desensitized to it. Yeah. And this time it's Aaron who gives a gift to Kelly, which is really for everyone. And it ends up being like a little quilt that has all of the Gil and Kelly's grandkids' names on it, including a new one that says Brooklyn right in the center because Aaron is pregnant with Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. And her sister, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn's another one of those, like white people names (laughs) exactly yeah i heard it everywhere at the library i heard it all the time oh my god yeah it was so popular and i don't know why like brooklyn's kind of always existed as a place Mm -hmm. yeah i just think a lot of uh a lot of those like lynn names are really popular right now that's fair just kind of fits in with that but yeah anyway she's pregnant with baby brooklyn everyone's completely shocked nobody had any idea and I loved it when Josie was talking about um, the name Brooklyn and how Aaron's left it forever. And Josie goes, there ain't going to be no names for us to use by the time we have babies. And I loved that because that's a mood. I was so worried when because um, I'm like the young. I only have one older brother, but I have several older cousins and I'm always the young. I'm the youngest one. And they all had babies, and every time they would have a baby, I'd be, like, a little nervous to see what they named it. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, like, not that this is a bad thing, but thankfully my family has, like, the most basic taste in names. Like, top ten names only. Definitely. And so I don't Definitely. have to worry about it. <laughs> Andrew, Stephen, John. Exactly. Like, just, that's fine. But yeah. at least I don't have to worry about any of my names being taken. That's true. That's true. I just, I mean, I feel like... In most families, 
it wouldn't be totally wild if you had like a baby Stephanie and then like a 16 year old Stephanie from different parents but they're both mm, like grandchildren yeah. but it feels like it would create so much drama in the Bates household it definitely definitely yeah I don't know it's like it's not that weird but it's not ideal either mm-hmm. especially if it's like first names especially if they see each other a lot like yeah. it would be weird yeah I think once you have like the age gap of like yeah that's 15 fair. years you can like start to recycle yeah. some of the normal names <laughs> right right all right do you have anything else to say about uh, a lovely day no <laughs> no <laughs> no I don't I don't it was it was so dumb and oh wait the last thing oh, the last yeah. part is the song which we can just br- touch on briefly like one of the games that they played were like the older unmarried boys and the married boys had to like do a sing-off where they had to create basically like an i like a love version of like yankee doodle love you song and so they performed them and it was painful to hear it was very painful um the married men did not do very well but they picked old mcdonald which is a bad choice (laughs) yeah they had like a list of songs they could pick and yeah i don't know why they went with that one but i don't know I don't know, because they don't have foresight. (laughs) (laughs) Truth. All right, but we'll get into episode four now, which is called Sunshine State Bates. He's a Florida boy. (laughs) Florida boy. That's like, that scares me to hear that, those words. Mm -hmm. Florida. If I hear anybody's from Florida, I'm already like on high alert. Yeah, you're like, Like, you never know what you're going to get. Did you get out? Are you also afraid of Florida? (laughs) Are you okay? Do you like, need there something? could be lots there could be lots of different things, but it's like I need to be on alert because I need to be prepared for just like the craziest possible shit it could be. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have iguanas just like chilling, chilling. as like mm-hmm. they're fucking pigeons. I don't understand Florida. It's crazy. It's its own it's its own place, its own complete ecosystem and everything. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> So this episode starts off with um, Whitney um, having Aaron and Kelly over to help plan for ideas for the nursery. Mm -hmm. Um, Now that we know that Aaron's pregnant with a girl, Whitney's pregnant with a girl, it's like, ugh, we can be pregnant with girls together. They were both boy moms, and now they're girl moms. Exactly. And so they need to decide how how they can possibly make this nursery, okay, suitable for a boy and a girl. Fucking it's trash you just gotta put up a new wall they can't touch well they had talked about like painting half of it pink and half of it blue and it's like don't do that yeah just paint the whole thing like green (laughs) or yeah just like a neutral color or like anything or guess what i don't know who needs to hear this but a girl can sleep in a blue room and a boy can sleep in a pink room wow you really rocked my world there i didn't know dropping bombs today i've only ever (laughs) slept in white rooms (laughs) Um, so yeah, I don't know. That was dumb. It was dumb. And I mean, I get like trying, having your mom and sister come over and be like, okay, yeah, we can put the crib here and the toddler bed here and we can figure out this. Sure. Yeah. Like, you know, you're pregnant people. You probably shouldn't be shifting around furniture. Right. I don't know. They don't need to put like a line in the sand and be like, this is the girl side. (laughs) No boys on this side. Gotta have two diaper changing tables because boys can't be changed on the same tables as girls. That's not making gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then we go in, we go to Florida and we check in on John and Alyssa. And we she talks about how 
especially since Whitney announced that she's pregnant, that everyone is asking her and annoying her about when she's going to have another baby. And I just want to say, first of all, don't do that to anyone. Mm-mm. But second of all, her baby is literally not even a year old yet. Yeah, that's a fresh baby. <laughs> a fresh baby. Like, let a woman live. Yeah, she just and wants she to be able like, yeah. to, like, eat sushi. Yeah, and drink coffee and, like, live life. Yeah. Um... But yeah, she says that they're not rushing on anything. It's just a whatever thing. But I know they already have like four kids. So yeah, well, to. they did the whole, how many kids do you think they'll have with the whole family? Mm-hmm. And everyone thinks that they want like two to four, but they really think that they want like six to eight, which is a lot. That's a lot. A lot. That's too That many. is a lot. That I would agree. Too many. <laughs> but what are they going to do um, when they hit eight and she can still spawn babies? They're going to probably, yeah, it's like. You know, once you get to that point, it's like... What's another kid? Exactly. The, the older kids can take care of them now. That's, I mean, that's how we got into the situation to begin with. Yeah. Ain't that the truth. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so we get a little bit of background on John, which is nice because we don't really know anything about him. Um, he- so his family owns an air conditioning business, which he works for, which I guess is probably pretty good to have in Florida because you need yeah. air conditioning in Florida. Yeah, seems like a, a pretty recession-proof job. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also, like, clean buildings. The way he said it, he was like, I just started cleaning this ice cream building. And it's like, like, did they ask you to? Or did, did you just start? <laughs> he just ran in there and then stayed there until morning and held the door and said, pay me $50. I cleaned this. Exactly. That's that's the image I had in my mind. Like, how did this, how did this start? I want to know. But, um, yeah, him and... Alyssa clean that building and like a ballet studio next door for yeah. extra money. And they've licensed it now, so they're going to go into a cleaning business, maybe. Exciting. Um I don't this whole cleaning montage was weird. Why did we get a zoom in of her cleaning a toilet with a toilet brush like in a public place? I was like, please, I don't I don't want to see other people's poop flakes on my screen right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm good. We're good. It's not necessary. We know how toilet cleaning looks. We don't We don't need to see it. Yeah, we thought that she was doing the work when she was mopping the bathroom floor. We don't need the scrubber. Right, right. So we also t- learn a little bit about the Webster family, which is John's family. Mm-hmm. And we learned that they are very into sports, very sporty people. They... Um, Every week they meet up and play some type of sport. This week they're playing softball. Their whole family just looks like a clone of, like, the same person. Like, all of the dudes looked exactly the same, but, like, that weird, like, I don't even know what vibe it is. It's kind of, like, the square heads and the jock bodies, but they're just weird soft boys. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Either way, I would not, I would, like... If I saw them at a party, I would like cover my drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah, they definitely vibes. kind of have the tiki torches and Charlottesville vibe. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> like <laughs> something in the something in that range, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I don't know. Abby. Abby. Who is Abby? Alyssa Ooh. talks about how she loves John's family and loves getting to see them every week, and it's like having another family. Which I mean. That's what marriage is. That's how you should feel. Uh Uh-huh. So, yeah, the rest of this episode, let's see. Oh, Lawson goes to the children's hospital because his friend AJ, who we talked about in a few episodes ago that he sang to before, 
he's having an end of treatment party and so Lawson is going to celebrate. Which like when they were talking about this, they were saying like an end of treatment party, but he's not in remission. So like is this just like a party to send this child off into the the death void? Yeah, I don't really know. I I don't know. <laughs> it just feels weird. Like I get the this kid really likes Lawson and stuff, but it feels fucking weird that they filmed it and like I agree. I agree. Episode. Like I am all for him going if this kid this kid really seems to love Lawson and like likes to play guitar with him and stuff and that's great. And like it's awesome that Lawson goes to do it, but like yeah, shouldn't really be on camera. Like that should be a yeah. private thing. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe take a video of him while he's doing a song in front of multiple kids like the last time, but like being like, Oh yes, this right. child who's not in remission maybe will die. We're going to sing to him because we love him. I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah. No, these types of like scenes in these shows always make me uncomfortable because it's like, okay, like, but are you like, like, it just feels dirty and weird to be like, you're doing this, but you're doing it on a TV show. So like Mm -hmm. how, how authentic and how legitimate is it? And it's just weird. Yeah. It's like all of the white girls from churches who go on missions trip to Africa and have their photo. Mm -hmm with them and like starving brown children because they're like we're helping we right taught them about jesus they can eat that right yeah then they come home and are just like incredibly racist and horrible people yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hate it fucking hate it tale as old as time (laughs) (sighs) christian missionaries being Uh, racist who would have thunk it i know right uh, so yeah, the last part of this episode, we're back at the Swing Set Fort project. Um, they're finally painting a roof for the fort, and they paint it bright red to match the house roof, which is also bright red. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The fort looked kind of like shit, I'm not going to lie, but it was finally finished. It is, and I did like Callie gave us a really good quote in this part. One of the producers asked her, why don't projects get finished? And she said, because we don't like working. <laughs> I, was like, yes. I feel that. <laughs> we don't like working. We're just being honest about it. Not like, <laughs> oh, you know, we just, no, we don't like working. That's a mood right there. From the mouths of babes. Exactly. All right. Episode five is called Tough Decisions and Large Ambitions. <laughs> I, I cannot handle I hate these episode titles so much you do i do and it's so much because like i know big and large and stuff are like real human words but it just feels like they're saying like hugely like it's just yeah i don't know it feels gross (laughs) i don't disagree okay so this episode starts off with whitney and zach having chad and aaron and baby carson over for dinner Again, they're both pregnant. They're both in basically the exact same situation. They have boys. They're both having baby girls, like, right after the, they've just had a baby. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny that at dinner, Zach and Whitney basically <laughs> corner Chad and commission him to make Bradley a toddler bed. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Like, toddler beds, as far as I know, are pretty, like, in-depth projects. It's not just, like, mm-hmm. slap together some metal bars like we do for adult beds (laughs) yeah and chad is definitely that type of person who can't say no Mm -mm. so he's just i could see his face he was like oh god but he was like yeah i guess like i my brother's made one before yeah i guess i can do it um 
of course, then we get a clip in of Gil saying what one of the girls said last time, Whitney said last time, Mm -hmm. if you have talent, don't tell the family what it is because we'll put you to work. Yep, yep. Poor Chad is going like he's being worked to the bone because of this family. Yeah. I mean, doesn't he have like a hard job during the day too? Like he does some kind of manual labor? Yeah, he does something. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely manual labor. Like he works hard, so... Yeah, he's not, like, sitting at a desk all day and wants something to be active in the evening. No, he's coming home whooped and building a fucking toddler bed for his brother-in-law. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, we had, uh, I have a quote from Aaron at this point, who is, like, a little too excited, I think, to be having a girl. Um, (laughs) Because she said something like, "Um, I can do anything I wanted to do with my first baby, with this baby. (laughs) And I... It was just like, oh, this is the real baby. Like, my yeah. first baby was, like, the practice baby. Yeah, that was this the practice kid. That's the son. We had to get out the air. So now we've got the spare. <laughs> I feel like Erin, um, she's the same person who last episode said, like, oh, we don't try anything that's not American. Yeah. And yeah. it's like she just says things and, like, has no idea what she's saying, but it's just not not a good look. No. I mean, and she also still wears blue eyeshadow like it's 2003. I know. I know it's in the background, but... Kyler watched the first couple of these episodes with me, which he used to, hasn't watched the show in a while, but he saw, like, an, a picture or a, uh, an image of Aaron and, like, a talking head thing, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with her hair? Why does she look like that? Full of secrets. Her hair is full of secrets. <sighs> okay. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like she saw one of those like drawings that they have, like the illustrations in like the children's Bible, where it's like the little blonde-haired girl curled up with a lamb, and the lamb is Jesus, yes. and Aaron's like, "That's me." <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh my gosh. Style usually evolves over time, too. Like, you should follow. You don't have to follow the style, but, like, your style should also evolve, is what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, like, you, no one's going to be wearing stuff that they were wearing at 18, at 30. Like, exactly. Yeah, no. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into the good, the good chunk of this. So, Nathan, it's time for Nathan to have another large talk with yep. his parents to tell him about him and Ashley. They've been thinking about it. They've been praying about it and they have decided that they are going to separate and just be friends. Just be friends. They're, they're broken up. And yes. she got married during a pandemic to a new dude that's cool. who she met protesting Planned Parenthood. And oh, now that's what they great. do on their Instagram stories. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she met him on the street protesting Planned Parenthood. Like, what a meet cute. Abortion Mm. is murder. I love you. Oh, we love we love meeting our meeting our soulmates while we, you know, desperately try to strip the rights of women away. You know, it's Mm -hmm. great. I I just really have never found a time for love quite like abusing vulnerable women. Like, (laughs) I know it's just such a such Mm. a romantic time. So romantic, just heart eyes, heart eyes. Sorry, I had to just spill that to you about Ashley. No, I'm really glad you did because I I had done a preliminary Google of Ashley just to see like where she ended up, and I saw that she was married, but I didn't really dig further than that. So yeah, mm. yep. At least she's not in Tennessee, though. That's fucking true. Yeah, it, like I said, it is nice that they actually like talked about this and 
they didn't just pretend like that courtship didn't happen. And it's because, like I said, it's like a human experience for relationships to end, and it happens. And yeah, life and goes it's, on. It's very weird that like they never have the option of like, oh, we're breaking up. Like it never really seems like an option. It's always talking, and then if you say courtship, it's going to be courtship, engagement, marriage. Yeah, exactly. Like at least with these people, it seems like there's a little bit more freedom to end things and you don't necessarily have to go through with it if it doesn't feel right, which is good. But I mean, I'm sure that married to Jeremy. Oh God. (laughs) But I mean, I'm sure even still like just in the, just based on the culture of like, like we talked about, like all the attention you get when you're married, when you're getting married, when you're having kids, like all of that, plus just like societal pressures and pressures within your family of wanting to like, be like your siblings like I can totally see them still like just sticking through a courtship just because like you're already in a courtship you might as well go through with it you know yeah it's like not how you should be doing it (laughs) no not ideal you should probably marry someone that you at least like quite a bit (laughs) I that's definitely what I would recommend (laughs) yeah um okay so the next part is Lawson doing fucking music again of course He goes and meets a man named Charles who works with famous musicians. I don't know anything else about this man or what he does. That's what I wrote down about him. (laughs) Well, he said, like, Lawson kept saying, like, he works with so many big names. It didn't name one. So, like, I wonder (laughs) how big those names actually are. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they, um, during this part, we hear Gil talking just about how, like, Lawson can do whatever he sets his mind to. And he says... Quote, by the time he's 35, he's going to be president. And I was like, first of all, you have to be 35. Like, the yeah. way he said it, it was like, I was like, you know, 35 is the youngest you can be to be president. Yeah, no, they don't, they don't know that. <laughs> they have no idea about civics. <laughs> and, um, but also, um, no, he's not. Because he doesn't even have a high school diploma, I don't think. <laughs> like, does he? I think they all get know. the GED once they Okay, maybe. Go. But, like... He, yeah, no, and he doesn't have any political experience, none of, I mean, other than the insurrection. True, wait, (laughs) okay. (laughs) That's, that's the only political experience you need right now. Honestly, yeah. Um, What a fucking hellscape. For real. Um, I like that everyone was like, Lawson has such big dreams, and then Josie's like, but he never achieves them. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. She's, she's saying what we're all thinking. Oh, yeah. Except she now, she's married to a dude with, like, the most complicated name. Isn't his name, like, Kelton Balka? Kelton, yeah. And then they have Cade and Kane and Kale and Corey. No, I think that that is... Oh, that's that's Tori and Bobby. Tori has those kids, and I think Josie has Willow and Hazel. Oh, yeah, they're the tree family. The tree family, yes, exactly. The tree family, the other one's the KKK the family. Oh, my God, they're the tree family. Does that mean that Gil's gonna cut them down? Let's see, this is violent actually let's go into that because that we get to talk i have a but my first quote to start this section out is gil just saying i love wood <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got yeah. a good old wood splitting competition of course we gotta it's you know the bates family we gotta make it a competition you know we got all these competitive boys gotta make them see who can split the most wood and you know that way we're getting some child labor out of it yeah because they were talking about how they use all this wood to heat the house yeah which i mean you know if you live there too i maybe it's not child labor it's no i get it i get it 
but also I'm mostly just kidding. <laughs> child labor. Child labor. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm I'm mostly kidding. Like kids should do chores yeah. and stuff too, but like No, I know. But he also puts them up to projects that they are not at the um skill level or age appropriate level to be doing. Right. <laughs> Well, and then, like, makes it into a competition to make it seem like they're supposed to be having fun. But it's like, no, you guys are just doing manual labor. Yeah. 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 It's also kind of like how he takes out all the new boyfriends to go cut down a tree. And you're like, again, not a safe place. No, no. People who aren't insured, which I don't even know if the Bates have fucking tree smush insurance. Probably not. I just I thought it was funny that he said he likes to take the boys out to, quote, bust wood together. Mm, love Which... that busting wood, busting with the baits. Wow, just wow, busting baits. Oh, and while busting wood with the baits. <laughs> um, and while all this is happening, um, I think Gil accidentally runs over Judson's brand new bike, which we yep. saw him get, and yep. he's really sad. He smashed the whole tire, and then Judson was very, very sad and was like, "You broke it, you broke it," and so then he fixed it, and Judson thought that. The new wheel wouldn't work as good as the old wheel because he's like five. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it happens. It was funny. I love it when they get their fuck ups on camera, where it's just like you just hear the crunch of the wheel. Crunch. Yeah, it's it's always good. It's always good. All right. Do you have anything else to say about no. this episode? No. All right. Let's wrap it up with one final episode. Episode six is called "The Big Chili." Okay, this is the only episode name that I, like, can appreciate the pun of. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. I'll take it. They tried so hard for five other episodes and fucked up, but they got the big chili. They stuck that landing. The big chili's good. Um, So this episode, the main point is basically their local volunteer fire department has an annual chili supper fundraiser every year. Mm -hmm. And um, they, the Bates family, feels particularly indebted to the volunteer fire department because we hear a little story about how i guess when Addie was born um i I guess kelly had beta strep that was passed on to Addie while she was being born and it caused her to like stop breathing for several minutes and basically these people were almost fucking dying of scarlet goddamn fever (laughs) (laughs) yeah like and so they called 911 and basically they came and saved her life which is insane and terrifying. Yeah. I did not know it was a thing that could happen, like, anymore. Well, I mean, kind of still, but it seems very weird that they don't just have, like, antibiotics that they can give a mother and baby to fix strep, because strep's yeah. bacteria. Maybe they know. did. Did they, uh, did they not know before it happened? Maybe? Maybe. Like, I feel like they would test for that. You get tested for a lot. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? What, how? Like, I just don't know how good the Bates are about that kind of stuff. They all went um, to I mean, it was like their 17th kid. Like, that was fine. They didn't have She's to. like, I'm winging it. They're, this kid's just going to walk out. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, that could be the only thing I could think of is, like, maybe they didn't know. And so they just kind of happened. But, I mean, you, you would think that if they were being tested and, like, monitored, yeah. they would know. But you know. I don't know. If anyone has more personal experience with beta strap during pregnancy yeah so just an email with like some links because yeah definitely interested for sure seems weird seems crazy seems like seems crazy man pregnancy is really scary <laughs> yeah i mostly just want to be assured that if i ever have a child that i can that someone will test you for it and like be able exactly. to give you something to keep it from killing your child right exactly <gasps> god 
Um, so yeah, the family takes place, takes part in this fundraiser every year, basically because of that. Um, and it's like a big thing. Like John and Alyssa come in town and, and Michael and Brandon, which is mm-hmm. like crazy. Like how many times have Michael and Brandon visited Tennessee from Chicago since they got married? It seems like they're there every two weeks. Yeah. What do we know what month they got married? August? I think it was August. And then they came back for like his, for Zach's police thing and they were back a couple times during the holidays they came back for i love you day they came back for this it's like wow just feels like a lot of traveling i'm just tired thinking about it maybe they have the cheap southwest fares from like chicago to chattanooga or something that's true could be like they'd fly with southwest those gay lovers i know right love is love (laughs) gross 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 um, we do also figure out that Adelie's near-death, well, kind of dead for a couple minutes experience mm-hmm. is why they named her Adelie, because there's two yeah. letters, because she got a second chance. Two of yeah, two they names. named her, so her name is Adelie, spelled A-D-D-A-L-L-E-E, and they have double letters so that they can know that God gave her a second chance at life, and I don't even know what to say to that. I had always wondered, though, why the fuck her name was spelled that way. <laughs> so I'm yeah. glad we at least have an answer. Yeah. Like, I mean, I get it. I, I think that's probably a pretty stressful time. Maybe you yeah. did some weird brain math to name your child A-D-D-A-L-L-E-E. <laughs> it just feels like that just is such an extra spelling. Yeah. It feels like I'm spelling committee every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> C-O-M-M-I-T-T-E-E. <laughs> So, of course, the family is going to be performing mm-hmm. um, at this event. And, of course, Lawson is going to be singing himself as well, some of his new songs from his album. Mm-hmm. And he gets some fashion advice from his sisters as to what to wear. It was pretty funny. I mean, I did really like his red wolf shirt. He had, like, a red shirt that had, like, the you have two wolves inside of you wolf. Yeah. All the pattern around it. And I'm like, I'm sure he actually wears that legitimately occasionally. but. It's, I'm it's sure. a funny shirt. It's good. It is good. I just like how he needed fashion advice and he ended up picking like a gray um, checkered sh- like overshirt, uh-huh. a gray undershirt, and dark jeans. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. I mean, he didn't that's... really have a lot else to work with. All he has are flannels. I know. That's like all of his wardrobe. <laughs> My personality is plaid. <laughs> that's, yeah. There, there's a lot of people like that out there in the world. True. Oh, I loved how um, immediately when Michael and Brandon get into town and get into the house, Kelly's like, while you're here, I need you to sew, like, four skirts. Holy shit. And then Michael shows her that in, like, toddler clothes, they have the elastics that you can keep them for longer where you can, like, button it up. And, like, you had 19 kids and you never figured that out. I know. I was going to say, how does, why does Michael know more about how the your fucking kids' clothes work than you do? Like, that really said a lot to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Michael, I think, like, was way more of, like, the sister mom yeah. than we saw. Like, I, I, they talked about it some, but, like, I think, like, she had a lot of the responsibilities. And it's, I mean, like, she ugh. is BFFs with Jana, so. Um, yeah, I know. It's just I get it. Are. And Alyssa does kind of seem like she was like, bye, the second she could. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame her. Do not uh-huh. blame her one bit. Girl, I get it. I would have gone further than Florida. <laughs> yeah, Exactly um yeah so they get they do their little 
performance at the thing. They sing "The Lord Has Blessed Us," "Has Blessed Me," yeah, which is their family theme song. Their old standby, "The Lord Has Blessed mm-hmm. Me." Um, yeah. We learn that Zach, Michael, and Nathan all have worked as EMTs for the volunteer mm-hmm. fire department, which is cool. Mm-hmm. That is another like the some of the Duggars are into that too. That must be like one of the approved fundy activities. Well, I mean, you need someone to sew up wounds when your child falls off a fucking cliff. It's true. We got to make sure that at least one person in our family has all of these necessary skills so that we can just depend on them solely. Yeah. I mean, they kind of just want like a commune life, basically, so where they don't ever talk to anyone who's not like them. I mean, I get that, but like... They picked a bad group. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Zach and Lawson get to perform together some of Lawson's new songs. I know, and Lawson's singing about before he was saved, Satan had my heart. I'm like, when were you not saved? You're like the middle child of an evangelical family. Yeah, like you've always, but you've been, you've been in this lifestyle since the day you were born. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, this was definitely the talking head part where Aaron's blue eyeshadow really, really fucked me up i was having flashbacks mm-hmm. 2003 i was smelling those fucking smuckers chapsticks like hell oof. yes and like oof. the strong bath and body works like cucumber melon yeah oh, exactly God. warm vanilla <laughs> warm vanilla sugar yes yes um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's bad because like it's not even like the blue eyeshadow is like just a little bit out of date you know it's understandable when people are wearing stuff that's just slightly out yeah but like honey no this has been out for 10 plus years yeah, like, you you tried this makeup look in 2003 when you were 12, and you just said, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, um, style changes, evolves, and yours should too. Just a little bit. Just a little bit, exactly. Just... You don't even have to be, like, on trend, but you should think things should, your life changes, your style changes. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah, I get you. That's all I'm, I'm here saying. for you. <laughs> All right, did you have any? Oh, no, go, 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 go. I just was going to say, did you have anything else to say about these episodes? No. That's about it. Yeah. That's all I had to say. I don't know. There was like, I feel like this season, I was like looking at the episodes. It doesn't seem like there's a ton of like huge events. There's Mm -hmm. a couple babies, but other than that, it's mostly just like chili cook-offs and stuff. So (laughs) you never know what you're going to get with those kind of episodes. True. Yeah. You might get Satan in your soul. Telling you to do things wrong before you were saved. Exactly. Exactly. God, I was noticing in this episode, not this episode, this section of episodes, like they kept doing more and more Christian Muzak. And wow, Christian Muzak is so much worse than regular Muzak. It's bad. It's full bad. Yeah. There was one where there it was just like this dude. I think it was the dude who sings the talk about laughing, loving. Oh god. But he was singing the it just was going like this feels good. I feel good. This is good. This feels good. And I was like, what? <laughs> what are we talking about? Can we think of some other words? No. There's a lot of synonyms for good out there. No, nope. good with a capital G because of him with a capital H. Oh, exactly. Of course. Of Saved. course. Can't forget that. Saved. <laughs> All right, but I think that wraps us up for this week. We will continue on with season four of The Bates next week. But if you have anything you'd like to say about this episode or any of our other episodes, if you have any 
thing that you'd like us to watch, especially like if there's anything new out, uh, let us know and we will consider it for future episodes. You can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the internet at tvliterate. We're on Tumblr, Twitter, Reddit, Facebook, everywhere, Instagram. Um, We also just started a new little page because we weren't really liking Patreon. We don't really have like kind of exclusive content, but we did sign up for Kofi coffee I'm not sure how you say it but it's mm-hmm. the thing that you see like buy this person a coffee and so it's ko-fi.com forward slash tv literate and you can give us a buck to help us with hosting costs or you know whatever we we just like you guys and we just want to keep doing this yeah exactly um, and on that same note, if you are looking for something that you can do to help us out, but you don't have money, that's totally fine. What you could do is leave us a review, which does help us out a lot and also just like makes us really happy to read. So if you have the time and like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for all of your continued support. We love you guys very much. And we will be back with another episode next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>